million toys and toys are out that I can play with. I don't want to grow up. I'm a toy just kiss. We got the best for so much as you really flip your lid. From bikes to trains to video games, it's the biggest toy store there is. She wins! I don't want to grow up, cause baby, if I did, I couldn't be a Toys R Us kid. More games, more toys! Oh boy! I want to be a Toys R Us kid. Welcome to the Pool Scene Podcast. This is the latest entry in our Swim Meet series. We're not covering a movie this week. That opening theme might have given it away. away. I'm Kevin. I'm joined by Jim. He's Ew. a Toys R Us kid. I'm a big time Toys, a Toys, R, Us Toys R Us man. Also, Kevin, trivia for you. Two people in that song saying Jenny Lewis, Jaleel White. Holy shit. Yeah. Big time. Jenny Lewis R- from The Wizard. Rilo Kylie, Family yeah. Matters crossover. Episode I never knew I wanted. Oh, yeah. Jim, I know you've wanted to take this on for a while now. Yes. This is going to be an entire episode dedicated to the retail toy store, Toys R Us. I worked at Toys R Us Distribution for about four years, leading up to its closure, closure of the distribution center, which we all saw coming. We as in the employees of the distribution center. Jim, before we really start breaking down the successes and failures, you're very fond of Toys R Us. Can you sum up that fondness? What was it about Toys R Us? The one thing about kids nowadays, they'll never understand this. It was a store for you. It was your store. It was, you did good at school during the week. Your parents are going to take you on the weekend. You're going to go to Toys R Us. You pick out the toy you want. There has never been that kind of wonderment, that excitement that when you walk, especially for me, you walk into Toys R Us, you see all these new toys. It's everything you saw on Saturday morning TV, the video games. You walk down that video game aisle, you pull your video ticket. You look at the new demos. They're behind Lucite. You have the video game you always wanted because you've been good that week. You go to the video game cage. You meet the kid that has all the video games in his control and you want to be that kid one day or be able to take that pedal car around the store and nobody would get you in trouble. There was just this mystique, even in the store design. It was just the world's biggest toy box. Well, what what made it different from KB Toys or... Well, KB Toys was always that... I, don't get me wrong. I love KB Toys. Yeah. I love Children's World. Or I'm sorry, Children's Palace around here was Child's World everywhere else. It was just the fact that like KB was great. You're in the mall. You stop at KB. Sometimes KB and Children's Palace wouldn't have the stuff that Toys yeah. has. So every oh, store... we're going to get into that. Yeah, we're going to get into that. some weird stuff about that. But from the colors to Jeffrey, it was just everything centered around being a kid. And there was just something so unique about that that you don't see anymore now. Okay, so I'm going to try my best to give a fair summary of Toys R Us over the last 70 years or so. Children's Bargain Town was founded in Washington, D.C. in 1948 by Charles P. Lazarus. This was smart because it was during the post-war baby boom. They sold children's furniture, but only with like some toys and some clothing, but yeah. it was mostly children's furniture. They figured everybody's fucking, everybody's like yeah. blowing loads, making kids. <laughs> they need children's furniture. Yeah. But they were just a little bit off. That because, little kid wants that Barker lounger. Yes. What the kid actually wanted was toys. So it operated this way until June of 1957, when the focus of the stores changed to exclusively toys. And the first Toys R Us was opened by Lazarus. And you got to be kind of a kid like when you look at what the creativity of the toy market is, you have to have imagination. You have to think like a child. Somebody told me a great story. He says, you want to know about baby toys? He says, lay on the floor and look at it. See what it looks like from their perspective. 
Jim, any idea where? Oh, where was this? At? It was Rockville, Maryland. Rockville, Maryland. The brand successfully grew through the 60s and 70s, and not to gloss over it, but the first four Toys R Us stores were acquired by a company called Interstate Stores Inc. So Charles Lazarus still managed the chain, still ran it, but basically got a contribution from this yeah. interstate stores. Interstate had a bunch of other business ventures and actually ended up filing bankruptcy, but the bankruptcy like worked out because they emerged on the other side of the bankruptcy with 63 Toys R Us stores that oh, they yeah. owned. But what their bankruptcy allowed them to do was dissolve interstate stores. And now it was Toys R Us Inc. Perfect. So that's like the Perfect. jump off. Yeah. Toys R Us Inc., 63 stores. And it was a chicken and egg thing, which was like, did one spawn the other? Because did the growing success of toys coincide with the growing success of Toys R Us or vice versa? So you've got G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Cabbage Patch Kids, Rainbow Bright, NES, so on. So were those things thriving because Toys R Us was a place to sell them? Or was Toys R Us thriving because of of all of these? Because that's the place you had to go to get those things. Definitely both, yes. So they like were intertwined. The low prices at Toys R Us have created incredible excitement. Chuck, maybe it's Kenner's Baby Elgon. Just $19.99. That's causing this reaction. Maybe, or could be the Creepy Crawlers Workshop from Toy Max. Only $22.99. Looks like everyone is rushing to get one. What about Mattel's Barbie Fold and Funhouse? Just $49.99. Whatever it is, people sure are hurrying to Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Great toys at low prices, guaranteed. Lazarus had a computer background, and he was responsible for developing a computerized device inventory system, which revolutionized inventory processes. Genius. If you've ever worked in retail, you've got some version of this. Hands up here. Definitely. Some sort of computer inventory. Charles Lazarus responsible for that. He also gambled by doubling down on video game systems, which everyone saw as a passing fad. Yeah, and it crashed. They saw it as like an individual toy, just a short shelf life until kids moved on to the next thing. And he said, no. This is going to be a long-term thing. And he was right. Toys R Us has the world's biggest selection of Nintendo games and accessories at everyday low prices. Next time, let's just come to Toys R Us. In 1996, Babies R Us launched and was successful as its own operation, separate from Toys R Us. Baby shit. Well, don't forget about Kids R Us. There's Kids R Us too, which I don't really bring up in here. Bugle Boys. Yes. That's right. Got my Bugle Boys. Kids R Us was like a ripoff. I mean, because everybody went in there thinking Toys R Us for a certain demographic. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. So throughout the 90s, Toys R Us saw huge competition from Walmart and Target who were selling toys at lower prices. Because if you do remember something about Toys R Us, they were always more expensive. Oh, they were. In addition to the prices, Toys R Us had notoriously poor customer service, which was neglected from a corporate level. They didn't care. The corporate level never invested or trained or tried to focus on the importance of customer service. Between 1990 and 1997, Toys R Us U.S. market share dropped from 25.4% to 18.4%. 
Walmart, in the same time, grew from 9.5 to 16.4%. And not much later, Walmart would completely surpass Toys R Us for good. Never looked back. The worst. There was also a legal settlement with the Federal Trade Commission at this time where Toys R Us had to pay $40 million because Toys R Us had illegally, like mob mentality, like literally mafia tactics. They illegally pressured toy manufacturers to exclusive deals to keep toys out of other big box retailers. They strong armed the toy manufacturers because they didn't. They said, you have to sell ammonia to Toys R Us. You can't sell to Walmart. Yes. If you don't go to Toys R Us at 7 a.m. the day after Thanksgiving with your newspaper coupons for special savings, then you'll have a lot less to be thankful for. Lower prices, bigger selection. Guaranteed. So they were very nervous about why people were choosing non-Toys R Us retailers. But I guess they were unwilling or unable to lower prices. So that's why they went with the whole mob. Well, plus, we mafia. were growing up. Yes. We were growing up. Right. With all of the aforementioned trends, Toys R Us also wanted to remodel and relaunch the Toys R Us brand and stores to what they called the Concept 2000 format awful when we were in like middle school and high school and we're heading towards the the millennium everyone was obsessed with (sighs) windows 2000 big time you know y2k y2k everything was 2000 everything was y2k yeah like wrong not formatted but but everything had 2000 everything was 2000 exactly so basically nwo 2000 yes the concept 2000 format was except for andre because he didn't go 2000 he went andre 3000 three stack these were basically Walmart-sized superstores replacing the classic supermarket setup with color-coordinated departments, okay. lower shelving, a bike department, and special sections for specifically Barbie, Lego, video games, and so on. The plans for the Concept 2000 format, which you can see in action at the uh, Times Square store, included fast food in the store, salons, party rooms, and rides. By the time 2000 came around, it's like, well, nobody's doing it anymore. Bad idea. Horrible idea. In 1999, and this this is going to you know back up that claim with facts, in 1999, the company spent $353 million on the restructuring, leading to $132 million net loss. On top of it, it was around this time, ToysRUs.com launched and was a colossal failure. A horrible website. Remember what I said about customer service? They had the same mentality about, oh, this online bullshit. Yeah. It's just, it's a fad. It's So they didn't deliver orders. Nope. Their customer service was terrible. So big failure. Toys R Us board of directors installed former FAO Schwartz executive, John Eiler, big as shout out CEO in the year 2000 to try to turn the ship around. The writing was on the wall at this point. It was done. It was nosediving on its death knell. Eiler worked with manufacturers legally this time to secure more exclusives. And mind you, there were 1500 Toys R Us stores at this yep. time. 1500. It's a lot. Sales of exclusive products under Eiler rose from 5% to 12% to 20%. It's good. So it was a good strategy. Yeah. Hello. Hello, welcome to Toys R Us. Uh, can I help you? I doubt it. I've been everywhere and I can't seem to find... Is that Coco my walking pup? Oh, well, yes it is. I got the last one. I got the last Go-Go my walking pup! Ah! 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 What was that all about? I don't know. Holiday stress? 
It's your last chance for great deals on hard-to-find toys like Twister Moves, $15.99, Video Now, $39.99, or Beyblades RC Launcher, $24.99. Only at Toys R Us. But again, they've already invested in garbage. They're already screwed. Exclusives, is that really what brings yeah. people in the door? Toys R Us also partnered in an alliance with Amazon to fulfill their online orders. So Toys R Us, and I'm going to get into this later because great for Amazon, terrible for Toys R Us. Seemingly things were looking up. However, some of the damage was too deep to overcome. They closed all Kids R Us stores in 2003, along with a growing number of Toys R Us stores. The company was only reporting meager earnings. So in 2003, they basically weren't making much money. The beginning of the end, there was a $6.6 billion, with a B, dollar leveraged buyout in March 2005 from an investment firm. Go listen to our Secret of My Success episode to learn about leveraged buyouts and hostile takeovers. The idea here was to take the company private and return as a public offering in a few years when the stock value increased. Toys R Us was doing so badly, they said, we're going to go private. We're going to pull it. We're going to find whatever way we can to make more money when we're back making money. We'll relaunch. We'll relaunch this public. A year later, Toys R Us did win a $51 million lawsuit in court from Amazon. Remember that deal I mentioned where Amazon would fulfill Toys R Us online orders? Well, that deal was exclusive. Amazon could only deliver toys for Toys R Us. Amazon broke off and started selling third-party toys. They blamed Toys R Us for being unable to keep stock up on demand. Bezos. So yeah, right. So, uh, so Toys R Us won $51 million from Amazon. Toys R Us is now dead and Amazon's worth. Except in Canada. Billions, which we'll get to that. Not just Canada. Furby, Furby. They're all Furbies. No one understands being a kid. Furby. Better than Toys R Us. That's why when it comes to the hottest toys for the holidays, we'll have everything on your wish list. In 2009, Toys R Us bought Toys.com, FAO Schwartz, and KB Toys, and began rolling out over 600 Toys R Us express stores and malls. These were doing very well for a while. Like, really well. Like, almost this could save the company well. However, leading up to 2013, there was a notable decrease in foot traffic inside Toys R Us stores. So as a marketing gimmick, they stayed open for 87 straight hours around Christmas. This led them to needing to hire an extra 10,000 seasonal employees. Even still, 2013 was the last year Toys R Us would ever turn a profit at all in the United States. 2014, Toys R Us launched the TRU transformation strategy where they wanted to remove all clutter from the stores and have everything clearly displayed. To me, Ugh. that's the death of Toys R Us. That's not Toys R Us. Because you mentioned it, growing up, you could play with everything in Toys yeah. R Us. Part of the appeal and the charm was it was a fucking mess. Yeah. It was, was the, everywhere. It was a kid's toy box. Yes. But instead, they were like, no. Sterilize Everything, it. yeah, sterilize it. Everything in its place, a place for everything. This didn't work. Like Skylanders Trap Team figures. Buy one, get one 70% off. And get our exclusive Frozen Olaf Jumbo Plush toy for just $19.99. And the Doc McStuffins Make Me Better playset, 50% off. With hundreds of doorbusters around the store. Starting Thursday night at 5, only at Toys R Us. In 2017, Toys R Us hired a law firm to help them with bankruptcy to deal with $5 billion that they were in debt. Oof. 
In January 2018, they announced the closing of 182 stores. One month later, they announced they were closing all stores in the United States. The big story tonight, the end of an era. Toys R Us set to close all of its stores. The impact is going to be felt nationwide. The iconic chain's 740 stores will shut down. 30,000 jobs will be lost. And it was the saddest thing ever going. I went to our Toys R Us on the last day and the Boardman one on the last day. And I got pictures of both stores. So depressing, dude. A month, a month later, after the announcement of the closure of all stores, Charles Lazarus died, probably from a broken Apropos. heart. Tonight, it's another painful moment for Toys R Us. The company's founder died today. This comes as the company that captured the hearts of kids everywhere begins liquidating its stores tomorrow. It's so Died sad. a month after the closure of all Toys R Us stores. A company called Fairfax, Fairfax Financial, I should say, bought only the Canadian stores so that they could continue to operate. There are currently over 80 Toys R Us stores in Canada, the closest ones to us, St. Catharines, Ontario, just over 200 miles, and then two in Hamilton, Ontario, like 200 miles. There are still some stores throughout Europe, but most of those were bought by European competitors, Smith's Toys. There are approximately 470 Toys R Us stores in Asia, including 47 in Japan, almost 200 in China. Toys R Us original Nintendo 64 Gold, that were completely and wholly unaffected by anything that happened here. How sad is it that it originated here and we don't have it anymore? Yes, correct. 47 stores still open in South Africa. It's Toys R Us birthday. Celebrate these huge savings. Build an adventure with the Lego City Horse Transporter for only $399.90. Save 100 grand. Have fun with the Barbie color revealed glitter hair doll. Now only $499.90. Save 500 grand. Get the Lexibook educational laptop for only $599.90. Save 300 grand. Amazing prizes up for grabs when you spend 500 grand or more in our Scratch to Win competition. Shop these deals and more in store or online at toysrus.co.za. Three in Egypt, so go see the pyramids and buy yourself a Hot Wheels car or something. With Jeffrey. In 2019, this is sad to me. In 2019, two Toys R Us stores quietly opened in the United States in Paramus. Toys R Us is opening its first new U.S. retail store today. It's happening at a mall in New Jersey. The iconic toy retailer is working to make a comeback under new ownership after filing for bankruptcy in 2017. <laughs> the Holiday Inn, yes. Paramus. Paramus, New Jersey, and Houston, Texas. These were actual Toys R Us stores just on a little bit of a smaller scale, but then they both permanently closed due to the COVID pandemic. And that's a bummer because right before COVID happened, they were about to report those stores were very successful. They were going to bring were it doing back. well, and they actually were ready to announce the opening of 10 more stores. So it was going from two to 12. Who knows? Damn you it. know, it might've happened. Fucking COVID, man. And then COVID happened, said nope. So now the shell of Toys R Us lives inside other stores at Christmas. They don't, this doesn't really count. We're not really going to mention it, but no. they use Macy's. the Toys R Us brand and have a little toy section in Macy's brought to you by Toys R Us. So let's kind of open it up now to memories. But first I want to say, I think the death of Toys R Us was completely self-inflicted. Oh, big time. They failed to prepare for the future. They were close when they partnered with Amazon because Charles Lazarus was such a smart guy. He was, but they mostly relied on brick and mortar and relied or and 
rather ignored very old school what was happening with online sales so let's look at that that split amazon in that deal learned everything there was to know from toys r us about the toy business meanwhile toys r us surrendered their online brand to amazon when toys r us needed an online presence more than ever they needed we're talking an 03 yes they needed toys r us.com they needed to ship their own orders they needed to fulfill the orders they needed to have everything in stock but they just couldn't figure it out what they should have done in my opinion and and i want to hear your thoughts they should have downsized all toys r us stores to the express type model because the traditional toy stores the toys r us stores they had humongous overheads huge stores blockbuster actually laughed at netflix when netflix approached them to become partners how crazy is that and look at that would have kept them afloat there's one blockbuster now netflix although it could be argued Netflix is making misstep, missteps with like original programming oh, yeah. and acquiring new IP, stuff like that. But like Toys R Us should have, there's so many things they could have done differently. So Toys R Us would use warehouses oh, yeah. and they would ship all product to a warehouse. For example, when I worked at Toys R Us distribution, they'd make special deals with like a Lego. Yeah. They'd buy five truckloads of Lego product that would then get moved off the trucks stored in the warehouse and shipped to individual stores as needed, but they would buy it all at once for a special buy. Yeah. But when you break down the science of the money, you paying somebody to handle it. You're paying truck drivers to move it. You're paying to store it on oh, yeah. however many square feet you're paying to ship it to the store. You're paying for that driver to haul it. You're paying an hourly employee to move it into the warehouse when they could have just said, okay, we're going to block off X amount of space in the store, make a bigger back room and stock all inventory in the store eliminate the distribution centers. Yeah. But I mean, there's so many different things they could have done. I I think the key to me when they brought back the two stores had the idea smaller stores. Yeah. All your essentials. You don't need a toy store the size of target. No, you don't No, But you have to remember too. We initially for us, when we were kids, we had the big toys R us. Yeah. It was over by regional fans of the show will know when the Toys R Us was at the Eastwood Mall. It basically was where Dillard's is now. Mm-hmm. That was our Toys R Us. Jeffrey, I'm glad to see you, boy. It's gonna be neat. Come to Toys R Us and see Jeffrey and his family. He-Man, Teddy Ruxpin, Kool-Aid Man, and a Cabbage Patch Kid in person. And play Pick a Winning Star, the instant win game where every child wins a prize, including Kent Bicycles, Toys R Us gift certificates, and sweat. But then they downsized it and moved it up to the plaza, which was a smaller store. Still, they didn't occupy the space, right? Because it was still very awkward. I could see Toys R Us being a smaller brand, but what I didn't like around that 2000 time when they got away from the storefronts, like the one they had in Borden with the brown tile on the front, I think they could have been smaller, but keep the look of that brand. Yeah. Because when all of a sudden they're doing this, this white fascia with multiple color tiles, mm-hmm. like that's not Toys R Us. No. You can be smaller. And I mean, look at nowadays, nostalgia is king. Yeah. Goddamn COVID, man. Because I think that doesn't happen. Toys R Us is probably somewhat back in full yeah, swing small here. scale. I mean, maybe a couple per state or maybe something. Maybe have one in Cleveland cities. or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, I definitely think it could have, but COVID, they just said, okay, we're, yeah. we're losing money. We're not going to do this again we don't know when people are going to be able to go back could you see walmart ever failing it's apples to oranges yeah but could you see all right here's a better example could you see staples ever failing 
I am shocked sometimes that we still have one. Exactly. Because nobody goes to Staples. Right. Could you see, like, I mean, any of these. Problem is with Walmart, unfortunately, Kmart had the idea yeah. with Super Kmart. Problem is that company was so mismanaged yes. between Kmart and Sears, they killed themselves. Right. The Sears thing was the end. It, they should have just sacrificed Sears to keep Kmart. Sears was an ancient name. Yeah. Kmart was still viable. But even with Super K's slash Big K's, they realized the one-stop shop is the best thing to do. That's why I don't think Walmart will ever go down because it's the one-stop shop. Well, now. Yes. And they seemingly have it all figured out with the whole supply chain, with exclusive deals, yeah. with now. I mean, they're ahead of it, which is something Toys R Us could never claim. Because now, like, granted, you're not going to go to Toys R Us and get, oh, I can pick up my groceries here no, at Toys R Us. No, right. And like Walmart is always firing employees and replacing more with uh, self-checkout. Yeah. and Which well, is the future for everything. Yes. Walmart's online presence. I mean, eventually 20 years from now, maybe less, all of these places are going to have automated truck drivers yeah. and like automated warehouse workers yeah. and like just so many things will be automated and it's like they will just make more money for the corporate overlords. Exactly. Fuck them. So yeah, I, Toys R Us just did not stay in front of it. They needed to make changes. That online presence was probably their demise. Which is such a simple thing to do. Yeah, right. And they couldn't fucking do something that they, they simple. They didn't want to. Customer service and online presence. It's just crazy. Toys R Us was exciting to go inside, even if, like me, you couldn't afford anything. Yeah. So just like the taking the tickets to the counter. Uh, it was such an event. It was so fun to just like pull the ticket for a video game, take it to the counter, they'd come get it out yeah. of the out of the case. The cage. Yeah. Oh and my video god. Video game cage. A large amount of our security items are video software. These are displayed in their own aisle. Here, each ticket package is attached below a card that represents the game box and provides information about the game on the back. As you might have guessed, ticket merchandise is an important part of our business and represents a large portion of our total sales. Late stayed Toys R Us stores. They tried to do that superstore thing where they combined and they didn't. With Kids R Us and yeah, Babies R Us. they didn't yeah. uh, last that long because they started rolling it out in like big cities and they were like, we're getting back to just like spending shit tons of money on overhead. But they thought maybe, okay, took the kid into Babies R Us to get some clothes and they bought a toy and they tried to kind of approach that one-stop shop. Well, the thing that sucked too, you even mentioned, they started sterilizing the store planograms around yeah. 2000. Yeah. What made the original Toys R Us, like I said, it was the world's biggest toy box. You go in there, play whatever you want, you leave it. But the difference between that and late stage Toys R Us, it was organized chaos. Yeah. For some reason, they got away from that. Like when our Toys R Us near the end, you walk in there, you couldn't find anybody no. that ever worked no. there. Shit never was stocked. We talked about it briefly when our buddy Morgan had a job interview oh, yeah. there. Yeah, so weird. I know a couple of people that had uh, I had an interview at Toys R Us and it was a group interview where they would just bring in like 10 people at once and you just interview in a group and it's like they he had to hold cardboard TV in front of his face so and weird. put on his own show. For what? Who am I fucking performing to? For a $5 an hour job? It's like, am I going to be Jeffrey? What is, what's in, happening? In doing research, I read about this one girl who had been like, she'd worked at a grocery store or something for like 15 years and decided she needed a change and she went to uh, a Toys R Us and was like, okay, I'm excited. It's something new. It's something different. And they assured her she'd get like a week of training or two weeks of training <laughs> and it's like she trained for like two hours they put her on her own register Perfect. and she couldn't figure anything out all right kevin now that you've had your orientation it's time for some hands-on training 
This is Rhonda. Hi. Hi. She's been with us a while. She knows what she's doing. The first thing she's going to show you is the keyboard. There's a million keys. The manager started like yelling at her and she walked out. She, oh, don't blame her. But I mean, all of that makes sense because yeah. they just were poorly managed. It's such a shame, dude, because like I said, your daughters will never understand. Well, I will say they won't remember it, but I'm glad my kids got to experience Toys R Us. Like we have a, a Power Wheels Maserati that came from Toys R Us yeah. in our garage that came on the, the final sale or whatever. So a whole store dedicated to toys, which we'll never see again at that scale because like Walmart or Target, like Target's toy section is pretty decent. Except the Boardman one where it looks like a bomb went off. Yeah, true. It. But it's like, a, you know, maybe what, a quarter of the store, yeah. a fifth of the store yeah. is dedicated to nothing but toys. It's kind of cool, but it'll never be, okay, we're going to walk in. Everything nothing in this store toys. is toys. Yeah. I mean, not all toys for you. Some are for babies, some yeah. are for boys, some are for girls, but like, or whoever, but nothing but toys. Just wall to wall. Yeah. Pretty cool. Moms and dads, are you looking for a bicycle, tricycle, football? Looking for a model kit, chess set, doll? Something for game time, play time, fun time? Well, stop your looking and start to shop at the store that has them all. The world's biggest toy stores, Toys R Us. The biggest selection, Toys R Us. Yeah, I worked at Toys R Us Distribution, uh, as I mentioned. It was dumb. It was dumb to like move stuff around the way it was. I will say this was also a policy of Toys R Us stores in addition to just a management thing. Every time you went outside, so like I would like to spend my breaks and my lunch break in my car, you'd have to show them inside your coat, your socks, your pockets, your purses. Make sure you didn't lift anything. Every time you went outside. One kid one time got fired for stealing Skittles. Oh. I think he made eight. 18 bucks an hour and he like stole a box of skittles and got fired over it you could go buy as many skittles as you want you're making 18 bucks yeah no shit but like but you had to do that at the stores too yeah and it's like i get it you don't want somebody like moving massive inventory out of your store but still but it's like there's a trusting atmosphere you don't make your employees feel very welcome so one of the saddest things right now is the boardman toys r us or what's left of it i should say yeah when it went under it became a bin void Ben Voy- you go in there, you shop in bins. Well, COVID kind of killed that entire company. I Le- think that guy got arrested or he- for something too. Yeah, destroyed that company. The building stayed abandoned with the Toys R Us logo on it and the front entrance sign. Yeah. Which is still there behind the Bin Voyage so sign. Weird. Well, but- it's not Bin Voyage anymore. No, it's not. They hacked the building yeah. in half and it became Harbor Freight. Yeah. But the other half of the building with the facade is still there. But underneath that Bin Voyage sign, the Toys R Us entrance sign with Jeffrey on it, I need to find out who I can call to find out if I can buy that sign. I've showed you, uh, we were at Rogers one time and there was a guy that had a bunch of those signs, but it wasn't like that crazy priced either. But it's the biggest entrance sign you put a light behind that I think it'd be awesome 200 bucks maybe 150 okay. bucks yeah uh, i know you've told these stories anything you specifically remember getting from toys r us oh my god dude it was always for me at that age i remember i got two power wheels as a kid a four-wheeler and a police motorcycle oh, oh, power wheels oh, oh, power wheels power wheels power wheels 
I can also remember, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I was in the December 13th, not November, December 13th, 1987 edition of the Tribune Chronicle, where my mom bought me my Huffy Sigma from the Toys R Us and Niles. Go fly a bike. Sigma. Catch one if you can. Huffy, America's first choice. Go check us out on Microfiche. I'm right there. Dude, it was just the smells, the sounds, like the video. I can't stress enough. The video game aisle yeah, was the aisle to see. And the great thing is, though, couldn't touch a goddamn thing. Everything was behind lock yeah. and key, and you just watched demos. I would stand there, I shit you not, for hours till my mom had to forcibly remove me from Toys R Us. It's, um... Wow. So... One positive I will say about late stage Toys R Us was when they catered a little bit of everyone. So yeah. they always had like boy toys, girl toys, educational toys, babies, yeah. a little bit of everything, like toddler toys, books, whatever. Adult toys. Well, not adult toys. Adult that's toys. Right. That's uh, <laughs> not dildos. That's next door. Yeah. Dumb dildo. A late stage Toys R Us had like the collectible and NECA They section. did, yeah. And like I can remember like looking at all those awesome McFarlane toys yeah. and like stuff like that. So super cool. I hope to go to Canada one of these days and oh, go to man, a Toys R Us. Miles. Yeah. It's like a three and a half hour trip. I'd love it. It's right across. So isn't right by Niagara Falls, St. Yeah. Catharines? Yeah, yeah. yeah. St. Catharines right by Niagara Falls. So yeah, not too far. <laughs> It'd be a perfect time for them to come back. That's why uh, it's such a shame. Nostalgia about boom. Right now you've got, we talked about it before, the, the re-released toys a couple weeks ago yeah. on the big episode, but you've got your TMNT and your Masters of the Universe and your G.I. Joe Power and wrestling figures and your Power Rangers. Hey kids, it's another totally terrific Toys R Us shopping spree. This time, one lucky winner gets me and my Power Ranger buzz to do the shopping with you. That's right, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Man the carts and go shopping. Awesome! Hang on, because that's not all. 100 others will win a $50 Toys R Us gift certificate, a Power Rangers video game cartridge, and a case of Power Rangers mac and cheese. This is totally terrific. To enter, send a postcard with your name and address to Fox Power Rangers Power Grab. P.O. Box 1129, Los Angeles 90078. Hurry, entries must be in by November 13th. They're all there. And Barbies and all these things all back in full force. Retro toys. You know, they could, I really think, if Toys R Us came back, what would you want to see? I kid you not. Nostalgia is so big right now. I would literally ask for the original blueprints of the store that was opened in Niles, the first Toys R Us, go verbatim. Just straight up. Big. But I think you could scale it down. Yeah. I think you'd definitely scale it down. Less square footage. Less square footage. Much better online. But how great would it be say you take your girls in there and you go this is what it looked like mm. somewhat when daddy was your age so you don't want to do the uh times square toys r us no which was a big investment that was a huge investment. part of that like 300 that 120 million dollar net loss year was a lot of it had to do with that times square store yeah and that was all like new people in charge who wanted to be like we need a presence where there's more foot like, look at my big dick yeah somebody they're probably having yeah. a board meeting about foot traffic and they're like, you want fucking foot traffic Times square Times square no more foot traffic in the world than Times square so they had a jurassic park dinosaur they had a ferris wheel that's ridiculous all this stuff i think what they should do is sort of like those express stores you've got all your key items your oh, hot yeah. your you know your hot your top sellers use your top sellers and then you just really double down on the online presence yeah and like none of the third but well, maybe the third party thing because like walmart does that yeah walmart will let you ship through a third party rather than just stuff from walmart.com but if toys r us just get somebody in there anybody get 
lure one of the executives away from Amazon yeah. and get them back for all that bullshit and you bring them into Toys R Us, you set up a much better online presence. I just don't see them ever crawling back again. No. After, it's a shame after the COVID closure, but like malls are dead. So you yep. can't really put them in malls. No, you know, mini malls, like, like games, top type stuff. Like not, GameStop. Yeah. I don't even know really, that's around anymore. Well, there you go. There's another one. Yeah. Not enough square footage there. Yeah. So you almost need to buy or just build new and, yeah. and there's a never, standalone, yeah, and they're never going to do that. No. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, it, it's sad kind of where the future is heading because like you just said, GameStop, they're going to probably shut the doors eventually. Yeah. And then, and, but video games in, in general, hard physical copies of video games yeah. are a dying thing. It's more of a digital thing. now. So those don't need to exist. So that's only a matter of time. Maybe the best thing about Toys R Us is we keep the memory of Toys R Us alive. And then that's the one thing that can never die. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm 40. I'm going to be 41 here soon. You're getting up there too, Kevin. You're going to be hitting a 4 soon. And we'll always be Toys R Us kids. Always. Yeah. Yeah. I can never afford much, but I worked there. Yeah. Plenty of Jeffrey shirts to show for it. There you go. There's another thing about the marketing we didn't mention is if you look at the iteration of Jeffrey over the years. Have you got the Matchbox Super Blast fire truck vehicle, Hot Wheels Octo Blast track set, and Hot Wheels Turbojet City play set? You don't. Well, we do. <laughs> I love that one. Whatever you're looking for, chances are we've got it. Amazing low prices on hot toys like the Tyco Radio Control Tony Hawk Skateboard, the Bashing Bouncing Air Rebound, or Extreme Moto X Cycle with free TMH battery pack and charger. This week at Toys R Us. More fun, more choices, more ways to save. Oh, he's changed. For whatever reason, the last operating years of the store, they used a real giraffe. Fuck like they it, went from like a cartoon giraffe to like a, just like a straight up giraffe. Yeah. Why? Buy that some bitch. He always had like cartoon eyes yeah. and stuff. And then it's like, and then the last thing that what they currently still use in the uh, stores outside the U.S. Uh, is like a South Park, like, <laughs> yeah, like paper. It's not Jeffrey. No, it's weird. Plus, it took some balls and gumption to name him Jeffrey with a G. Yeah. I'm sorry for all you G offers out there, but it's unusual. No offense. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, we definitely would love to hear your Toys R Us memories. Yes, uh, please. Please reach out, participate on our social media. Let us know the best thing you bought from Toys R Us. Let us know your favorite Toys R Us memory, your favorite Toys R Us store. Or a weird ass Toys R Us store. Or yeah, that time you shit in the Jeffrey suit. <laughs> <laughs> When you worked there yeah. or I'll show him I'll shit in his suit. Yeah. Or anything. Just tell us something about Toys R Us. If you were the video game cage guy, yes. please, please. I want to know the stories, yeah. please. I don't know why I did it to myself, but I always liked going to like Toys R Us on like they'd open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I just liked going in there. The big day is dawning at Toys R Us. So hurry in the day after Thanksgiving for our early bird specials. Friday, 7 to 11 a.m. And make sure Toys R Us is your first stop. The store will be filled with the season's hottest toys at the best prices. The paper will be filled with great money-saving coupons like $20 off Power Wheels, $5 off Fisher-Price, $5 off Lego or Duplo, and more. Toys R Us early bird specials, Friday, 7 to 11 a.m. Get there early. Just it to was be fucking like, just melee. watch people and just be like, this is dumb. Like, Give me this cabbage patch, kid, you motherfucker. I need this Melissa and Doug thing. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I know you haven't heard this before. Where's the Melissa and Doug thing? 
I'm here. I have to get this for Christmas. It's going to sell out. Doug! It's Melissa and Doug farm <laughs> set. Yeah. All uh, right. Well, that was fun. We would love some participation on this one. So yes. please reach out. Let us know your uh, favorite Toys R Us things. And until next week, we will re- be returning with a movie. Yeah. Silencia. I want to go up there.